Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you're keeping well and having a wonderful day so far. Thank God for everything, you know. The shock that it's actually the fourth quarter of the year, it just shows that, one, God is amazing. Like how he's kept us throughout this year, every single day, every single month. We're in the 10th month of the year. God is good. And also the year has gone so fast. Like literally, honestly, I still remember waking up and it was January 1st, 2023. But I just thank God that in everything we are here alive, it's enough testimony of God's goodness in our lives. And you know, God is a good God no matter what we are going through at the moment. Today I want to speak about destiny helpers. And I'm going to be looking at the life of Jonathan and and their very divinely orchestrated friendship. Um I'm reading from first Samuel 20. I'll read bits and pieces, a very long chapter, and I don't think I need to read everything, but I'll just read the key parts that you know we should be discussing. And today and then afterwards, in our usual fashion, we'll discuss afterwards. And I just pray right now that Holy Spirit take absolute control of this message you have put it in my heart. And I pray that you give me the strength, you give me the, the words to be able to speak about me the way you have put it in my heart, in the manner and form in which you should go to your people in Jesus' name. And I pray that in everyone that listens to this message, you will hear from me, speak to them individually about their respectives and their lives. And they are able to even use what to speak to them in their written lives in the name of this I pray. Thank you for your heart of obedience. Thank you, Lord, and Lord, I am always grateful to be used as a person unto your honor. In Jesus' name, you know, I just started recording first, um, before this particular recording, and I literally had a nudge to actually speak about this particular thing I want to speak about now, and maybe move the other one to later. So, I'm going to speak about something different. So, I read from verse Samuel 20, verses 1, and I will skip some verses and I will keep on going. So I quickly read. So David fled from Niles to Ramah and went to Jonathan and asked, What have I done? What is my crime? How have I wronged your father that he tried to kill me? Look how Jonathan replied, You are not going to die. Look, my father doesn't do anything great or small without letting me know. Why would he hide this from me? It isn't so. But David took an oath and said, Your father knows very well that I have found favor in your eyes. When he has said to himself, Jonathan must not know this or he will be grieved. Yes, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, is only one step between me and death. Jonathan said to David, Whatever you want me to do, I will be for you. Destiny helping sometimes may not be easy. It may be tough. But destiny helper. So if God has called you or called me to destiny help somebody, it may not be an easy breeze. In fact, you'll be wanting yourself asking yourself, why am I even helping this person? What is the point? Because it can actually be a struggle. Let me continue. So verses five. So David said, Look, tomorrow is the new moon first. And I am supposed to dine with the king, but let me go and hide in the field until the evening of the day after tomorrow. If your father misses me at all, tell him. David earnestly asked for my permission to hurry to Bethlehem, his hometown, because an animal sacrifice is being made there for the whole clan. If he says very well, then your servant is saved, but if he loses his temper, you can be sure that he is determined to harm me. 
as for you, show kindness to your servant, for you have brought him into a covenant with you before the Lord. If I am guilty, then kill me yourself. Why hand me over to your father? Nephi Jonathan said, If I have the least inkling that my father was determined to harm you, wouldn't I tell you? Mrs. 10, David asked, Who would tell me if your father answers you harshly? And so I skip verses and I go down to verses 24. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon feast came, the king sat down to eat. He sat in his customary place opposite Jonathan, and Abner sat next to Saul, but David's place was empty. Saul said nothing that day, for he thought something must have happened to David to make him ceremonially unclean. Surely he is unclean. But the next day, the second day of the month, David's place was empty again. Then Saul asked his son Jonathan, why hasn't the son of Jesse come to the meal on either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered, David earnestly asked for my permission to go to Bethlehem. He said he will go because my family is observing the sacrifice in the town and my brother has ordered me to be there. If I have found favor in your eyes, let me get away to see my brothers. That is why he has not come to the king's table. Saul's anger fled up at Jonathan and he said to him, You son of a perverse and rebellious woman. Don't I know you have sided with the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of the mother who bore you? As long as the son of Jesse lives on this earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send someone to bring him, for he must die. Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Jonathan asked his father, verse 3. But Saul hurled a spear at him to kill him. Then Jonathan knew that his father intended to kill him. David. I would title this message, Destiny Helping May Not Be Convenient. It may not be convenient, but it doesn't mean we should not destiny help. Um, here we see Jonathan um, going against the wish of his father. His father is the king of Israel, so he's not just a father, but also the king of Israel, which has the power to do and undo in Israel. When he was putting his life at stake to protect his covenant brother, David. For reasons why I've said in previous episodes, I'm not quite clear because there was no reason why he should have loved David, but he just loved David because God put the love of David in his heart. But we can see here that it was very inconvenient to help David because he was dealing with the fire that was very erratic and kept even fighting him for trying to help inside David. Even to the point where he heard his spray on him almost killing him because of David's sake. Destiny helping may not be convenient. But we will see in later chapters that the whole of Jonathan's clan. So let me read verses 15. And it says, And do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. In 2 Samuel chapter 9, we see Jonathan's son being held by David because of what Jonathan had done for him. And also even his child as well. It was war that broke up and he was the only one you know left. But he was laid. But you see, he was still, you know, at the king's table with David because of what Jonathan did. But let's leave the reward for now. We'll discuss that more much more probably later. And look at what is happening to him now. 
Like in many times, you think, man, I've tried though, because you feel like God has asked you to help somebody, or you feel like God has asked you to just, you know, text somebody or be with someone, whatever way or form it is, or maybe even pray for somebody or pray for a group of people. And, you know, you find that in many cases, sometimes even those people will be annoying you. If you look at this um, chapter that I read, the one time where, you know, they were saying, no, no, Jonathan, I'm saying if I want to kill me, because I mean, I know, like, I've told you before, your my friend will not do anything without my knowledge, so he cannot kill you, right? And he's saying this to him constantly, but then you say, I am no, and I will prove to you that. He can be annoying, like, what's your own? I come here to help you. I'm going to help you, but why are you giving him so much stress and grief? He could have thought that way and ignored the help, right? But then you see that despite all that, you know, um, Saul was doing to him, despite how David was so scared and was speaking to him about it, despite how inconvenient it was for him, Jonathan still continued to help David because he was doing what God had played on his heart. Definitely helping may not be easy. It may not be convenient. It may take us out of our comfort zone. It may not even make any sense. Now, in a world as of today, right, when people want to help people, they're looking for what they can receive from that person. But in, in the case of David, he couldn't have seen possibly what David could really help him because David was on the run, right? His father was king. He had probably had everything he needed to have on earth. But he didn't know what would happen in you know decades from that um, um, time itself. But you see that despite not knowing how David would help him, he genuinely continued to help David. Despite how inconvenient, how frustrating, how his he put it at stake to help his covenant brother, he still continued to help. And so I implore us today, me and you, when God asks us to help somebody, it may not be convenient. In fact, the people that God asks us to help may be annoying us. In fact, they may be pushing us away. They may be mean, wicked, evil to us, just like even Jesus brothers where they both sent him to bring his family out you know, to, the, to save their life. Meanwhile, they actually tried to kill him. It can be in any way or any form, right? Where we feel as if we are, you know, why are we even helping them, right? They have done this thing to me, they have been evil to me, they've tried to kill me, like, you know, in case of Jesus brothers, they have been wicked to me. Whatever it is, let that not stop us from destiny helping. Because God has called us to do that for that particular person or, or group of people. And it could be anything. It could be praying for them. Right? But you see, because the devil knows that, you know, God has sent you. He too is only a mission for going us to do what God has sent. And if we are living in obedience, we have to do what God is sending us to do. So if God has asked us to help somebody, do something for someone, no matter how we may feel, no matter how we may think that it doesn't make any sense or they don't deserve it, Let's pack our emotions aside and do what God is asking us to do. There are many times where God says to you, as you know, pray for somebody, or as you help somebody. Honestly, I kid you not, I feel it does not make any sense. I'm like, oh God, well, should I start with the person's sins in some cases? Or should I really go there? And how does society really and truly deserve it? But you see, as I began to continue to submit to God's leadings and also obeying what he's saying, so difficult. And I'll say in many cases, I actually find it so hard to do, you know, it took me time to do. I began to see that indeed God is 
leading me directly to help people for a specific reason. When you make it, we didn't see why, but after a while, I'm like, oh wow, you know, not only am I submitting to God, I'm becoming more like Christ. It's, these people can come to be helpers in a way that people not have any form or any way imagine. Like, I will not have even phantomed it just because I obeyed God's leading. And so when God is saying, let me help people or help people, right? It's also for our own benefit. It's just the person that is benefiting from it. It's even us are benefiting from the blessings that come with helping people and obeying God. We never know how to take us away because you find we have no clue. But by obeying, we know that we are aligning ourselves to God's will and both for their lives and our lives. Let's destiny help. Let's destiny help. You know, I just like to remember a lot of examples of where I help people or pray for people. And then seeing actual, you know, manifestation of God's promise is a thing that you cannot explain. It is a thing of so much joy that wow, like God answered my prayer. Thank God I prayed. Thank God I did. Thank God I did that. Thank God I won't help person. No matter how small or large it is, thank God I did because I'm not seeing God's manifestation by just obeying His leading. Let destiny help so that even in our own time, God will send the us and will help us. Because every day we even us we need destiny helpers and we do not want. If we are annoying the person or if the is inconvenient to stop them from helping us, we want it to help us not be standing. And so in that case, let us also, also do the same thing for people that God is telling us to, no matter how inconvenient it is. But God help us. Honestly, if we want to use our own our own strength, it's it's be very, very hard. But when God begins to help us and melt our hearts, melt any emotional pains or whatever we may have experienced from those people that we are sent to help like you know the such brothers we need to do and align ourselves to god's will and one more point you know joseph's purpose on earth was to be a foreigner to his family that was his purpose on earth so yes he became the second commander in egypt it is fantastic but his purpose on earth was to bring israel to egypt and forerun that for his family if he decided not to help his brothers he would have been denied himself from fulfilling God's purpose for him on earth because of anger. And guess what? The devil will put anger, annoyance, frustration, you know, all sorts of things to really trigger us, to prevent us from doing because he doesn't want us to do it. And so he creates a situation whereby the devil tried to put so much hate in the brother's heart to want to kill Joseph. But yet, God used it for his own glory. God used it to align him to his purpose. What? Joseph could have said, you know what? These people tried to kill me, so I'm not going to help. But by doing that, he had been denying himself from fulfilling his purpose, which was sent to do one thing. The people that God has sent us to may not be the people that we expect or want to help. But let us help, notwithstanding. It may be that snare of, I don't know, of a boss or snare of, you know, people around. It may be someone that has been so mean to us they were like oh my god god should i list and count their sins well god will not listen to our own sins <laughs> and so if we are looking at us being more like christ we should forgive and you know, show people love as we all men love and help in the way god has asked us to help them i know it's not an easy message i knew that even me self oh my god am i really qualified to say these things but i know god is helping us all through and i would encourage you as I encourage myself, be the light in somebody's life. Destiny helper. Be the light in somebody's life. Help people as God has asked us to help. 
we never know where it's taking us to. But we know that when we obey God, we are aligning ourselves with His purpose and will for our lives. So thank you for listening to me today. And have a wonderful day. I pray God gives us the strength to help everybody and anybody He has sent us to. No matter how impossible those people or situations are to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. God bless you and I love you.